You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Dallas After Show. Hey, everybody. We're here at After Buzz. And doing Dallas for you tonight. I'm your host, Dorinda Barker, and my beautiful co-host over here, Ms. Kelly. What's up, guys? Two hours of amazing Dallas and on Monday night. brings us to our finale next week. I can't believe it's already. It, it kind of sucks when they double up because then we get less, like, we get less time, but... But then I like getting the continuation a little faster. Exactly. And I really loved both episodes. No, it was, it was great. I, I mean... I have been, and I know we've talked about this before, scared that with, the, you know, the passing of JR that it was going to get a little cheesy and not be as good. But I still think it's, you know, it's still really it's suspenseful and it's it's still such great television. And I on, love it. had me on my feet all, I just actually just finished watching both episodes and had me on my feet from just the beginning when it opened up with the Ewings watching the governor speak mm-hmm. over at the Henderson Ranch. Yes, because they took back he took back the land last episode. Uh, the government took it back, and now mm-hmm. they're building a pipeline underneath it, which is going to keep the Ewings from drilling on South Fork. And, of course, the company that's handling all that, none other than our favorite, Mr. Cliff Barnes and oh, Barnes Global. Mr. Cliff Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love how the Ewings did confront the governor. And they tell him that they're going to take him down along with Ryland mm-hmm. and Cliff Barnes, as I like to call the unholy trinity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think my favorite quote from that scene is, you know, the governor, of course, is on his little high horse and talking about, you know, well, good luck with that. And kind of pats Bobby on the shoulder. And John Ross tells him, you know, my father took down three senators, two governors and a vice president. And he taught me everything he knows. Your head will look really nice above my fireplace, governor. <laughs> I love, love, loved it. I did actually. I have it written down too. Uh-huh. I actually, that was the only time I stopped and rewound it I three did, times. I did the same thing. So I was like, "That is brilliant," and the writing is still fantastic. Mm-hmm. And now John Ross is getting some of those great one-liners or two-liners, as that was. Yeah, no, and that was just great. Putting them straight down, mm-hmm. and then Bobby tells him it's time to double down on Jr.'s masterpiece. Yep. Put that plan into action and really get things going. And they they rattle the governor. They scare him to the point where as soon as the as soon as he's done for the day, he runs and you know has his little meet little powwow with Cliff and Ryland, and tells them basically, hey, if you guys don't get it together, and if we, you know push comes to shove and they call me out, I'm turning on all of you. <laughs> exactly. And he also says, "What the Ewings don't pick clean, I will." Mm-hmm. And I was just. 
what I thought about that was I think you're a little too big on your britches there because those two men I think could destroy you quicker oh, than you could destroy them. Absolutely. Because you, you're talking about overturning the Tesha ruling, which would just make him look bad anyway. Exactly. It, it just, it, the whole shading, I mean, the shadiness is all going to come out eventually anyway. It, and it yeah, just, you know. It definitely will. And then they go back to South Fork and they're all talking about what are they going to do and they're all talking about finding Pamela mm-hmm. and they talk about finding and Christopher says my mother is not the only Barnes we need mm-hmm. and so he's talking about his ex-wife right so and well, I, who actually is still his wife right yes. at this point she's Wait, still they, his yes because Cliff comes in and gives her the yeah. annulment mm-hmm. so he, they're still technically married at that point yes and, so. you know, he kind of sends, well, I think John Ross more so is kind of volunteering to do, to play that role and do that bidding because you can tell, I mean, obviously he cares a lot about her. And the thing that I like so much about his character right now is he's kind of a softy. He's not so, I mean, he still has his edge a little bit, but he's actually stopping and considering other people's feelings, which is something we haven't seen from him in the first season. Yeah, he's getting... Uh, what I I don't say this and people get mad, but he's getting a little bit more of a soul, yeah. And that's the way I'm I'm seeing it. And he also does care a lot for Pamela, and I honestly think he loves her. I think so I too. Do think it's, he loves her because they're kindred spirits. They she she is probably one of the only people that can truly understand what he's been going through his whole life, struggling to get acceptance from his father. Yes, and. Christopher says we need to tell her what happened and John Ross is the one who says I think she's been through enough. Yeah, that it'll break her. And he's the one who actually if since they decide to do it, he's the one who decides to go and tell her. Mhm. And I thought it was very interesting and she still didn't believe him. No, and well and the dynamic between that meeting too was very interesting because she's repainting her her penthouse. Mm-hmm. You know, he walks in, she's you know, painting the walls white, fresh start, you yes. know, all of that. And he kind of, you know, makes a little flirty comment to her. So she goes up to him and kisses him and he kind of like pulls away and a little awkward. And, you know, the moment is obviously awkward. And then she can tell something's wrong. And that's when he gives her the news. And she, I mean, that's got to be hard to take. I mean, can you imagine being told that your father is the one responsible for killing your children? I mean, I, I don't know what I would do. No, I, I probably honestly, would have reacted the same way that yes. she did. Just not believing it, kicking him out, once a liar, always a liar, calling him out for everything that he's been, mm-hmm. and all of that, which really had him doing a little bit of soul searching for a second. Exactly, and I did love what he said to Elena when she came in with lunch for Christopher, mm-hmm. and they were talking, and he, he basically said... Uh, well, what's going on with you? And he's just looking over the lies and everything I've done in the past and comes back to bite you. And you're, and yeah, you're yeah, yeah. He's basically talking about how karma sucks. Yeah, it does. Because, <laughs> you know, he did the right thing. But when you have done the wrong thing so many times, the first, mm-hmm. thing you, first time you do the right thing isn't always going to seem like it's right to everybody else. Right. And I think he was genuinely hurt by Pamela's reaction. I mean, I I think in some way he kind of expected that. Mm -hmm. But I think it really, I mean, well, we see it really took a toll on him because when he's back at the house, he's sitting in JR's room, I think, 
drinking the is he drinking the he's drinking, drinking the there? Bar, yeah he's drinking at in his room mm-hmm. and i i loved that scene and i mm-hmm. once again love the cinematography mm-hmm. in in this series they do such a great job and they you know on the bottle pull, pull on the back glass. on the bottle and the glass and bobby catches him there not catches him but, but sees him there yeah because yeah. i don't want to feel like he's doing something wrong and it's actually a beautiful moment that mm-hmm. they i mean i know it sounds weird to say two men but have but it was <laughs> well, it's it true. was it was a beautiful moment and they understand each other it was a, little a bonding more now. moment i think for them and he confides into bobby and says you know, I tell the truth for the first time in my life. And of course, you know, that she doesn't believe me. And, you know, Bobby kind of relates to him and tells him, you know, if anybody knows what it's like to love a Barnes woman, I do. And the difference between, you know, you have to remember she's a Barnes first and it's family first. And it's you choose yours, she chooses hers, and then it's kind of going to be the battle. And it was right. And I doesn't. Oh, no, that comes later. But it was quite a moment. And he you can see John Ross is getting it, mm-hmm. understanding it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we go from there and then we hit on uh, Christopher and Elena are walking out and they run into Drew. And Christopher asks him, asks Drew, what happened? Yeah, because he sees his face. Yeah, he's still yeah. all messed up. And he tells him he fell you know off a scaffolding or something yeah yeah. no your face would not look like that if we (laughs) fell off a scaffolding maybe depending on how high he'd still be in the hospital (laughs) but but elena now is lying for drew Mm -hmm. to christopher Mm -hmm. about what happened to him and it just and makes me that i have a huge issue with because she's so all about christopher telling her the truth but you're now lying to him. Right. Well, you know, it's always different when it's, it's you. It's, it's always, always do as I say, yeah, not as, as I, I do. do. Right? And I understand that it's his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, her family. But in the same way, he's doing it for his family, and she doesn't understand it. So... No, I think she's very mm-hmm. hypocritical a lot oh, of the times yes. in the things that she, and her reactions and the things that she says. But hopefully after all this going on with Drew, she can kind of understand more of what Christopher's going through and the reason why he's kind of, you know, shifting a little bit more toward the dark side. And he is, his character's been very dark in these last couple of episodes. He is mad at everybody. He hates everybody. Well, rightfully so. No, absolutely. I mean, rightfully so, but he's not handling it in a way. And it's all, he's not handling it. And as John Ross said the episode before, he said, if you need to take some time, everybody would understand. Right. He's just so angry. He's not letting himself grieve. But I mean, everybody does it in different ways. So there's not a right and wrong way to do it. And who's to say that you, you never know how you're going to react in a situation like that. And I definitely can empathize with that because there's no, there's nothing you can do. You can't really fix it. You just want answers and you want the people the responsible to pay. And how do you have patience for that? Like, you know, he's really kind of like a, you know, like a teapot, you know, ready to like kind of like blow at every second. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, it's, I'm interested to see when that's going to happen. I mean, because he's the one who's coming up with all these ideas. It's not even John Ross at this point. I know. Um, he's the one who wanted to declare his mom legally dead. Right. Because when, you know, before Elena sees him at the office, mm-hmm. you know, he's been meeting with Ellis, 
Yes. The, um, what, what, I, I He's the it. assistant U.S. Ambassador, dis- right? Uh, district attorney. Okay. District attorney. He was the guy that was supposed to keep that Vicente, Vicente away, away and, and all and that. So they owe him. You yeah. know, well, they owe, he owes the Ewings for that kidnapping attempt. Yeah. <laughs> and so when he's talking to Ellis, he tells him that um, Pamela has... She, uh, the dividends from Barnes Global have mm-hmm. been sitting in a trust since 1989, mm-hmm. and her passport has expired. It was expired in 1998, mm-hmm. and there's been no no tax returns. That nothing. was 1988. Mm-hmm. So all of this has been going on. So he's like, "Well, if this is happening, why just declare her legally dead or find her?" Well, he's just like, let's just do it. Let's yeah. just declare her dead. Exactly. And he's like, I can't really do that. And I let you know his argument back is like, really? Well, you promised me that Vicente was going to be held captive. And then he has a gun to my fiance's head in two hours. He's like, no, you owe us. And then he's like, okay, how soon do you need it? <laughs> and I like how what he said yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I do really like uh, how Jesse Metcalf is taking the character this season. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing a great job at it. And all of the uh, younger characters, how they're developing. It's really a great thing to see. Yeah, I think they're all... The only one that I'm still just a little bit frustrated with is just Elena's character. I don't feel like I see her growing that much. And it's probably just because she just doesn't hasn't had the chance to yet. Which means, but, yeah, but, but I think with all of this stuff going on with Drew, hopefully we'll see a little bit more of that. But it just kind of seems like it's the same, just kind of the high and mighty attitude and... I don't know. I'm kind you of know, over it right I now. I mean, even but Elena does say to Drew, "Stay away from Emma." Tells her, and, yes, and he doesn't listen. He does definitely. He doesn't listen, and you know he goes to Emma and says, "Let's go away." Yeah, he says he really Let's- cares about her. That he wants to kind of take her away and you know she's telling him, "No, stay away from me." You saw what my father would do. He's not going to be so gentle next time. Yes, and all of that going on and he's telling her no he's your father is the one that had you on these drugs telling him everything and she goes well you can go to jail and he goes i would go to jail if basically saying there's their their second run-in and when he because he's like after the first time he takes off and then he sees her again trying to buy because ann catches her yeah with um the tranquilizers Yes. And she plays it off and says, you know, she doesn't need them. Here, take them. And then she starts freaking out because she's clearly an addict. And Anne just doesn't want to see it at first. And she runs, of course, to the ranch hands and is like, hey, I'm sure you guys can get pills. Hook me up. McCabe, the rodeo. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. Was he a bull rider? He was kind of hot. He was hot. He was. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it, guys. He was hot. <laughs> he was hot. Yeah, I think he was a bull rider. Yeah, because she said, "I know you rodeo. The, you rodeo guys have painkillers, painkillers, yeah. and everything like that." I mean, because if you're riding on a bull or one of those horses that buck all the time, I mean, your body's just Ugh. taking it. Totally. So of course yeah. he, you know, he gets her some pills. She's a little short on money, but she's got another way to pay off that debt. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, yeah. that girl. It is that not girl. okay. <laughs> but let's talk about how Aunt Emma and Anne, and how Anne confronts Emma, mm-hmm. and she turns the story around. Yeah, she's as a little every true addict teacher. would. Absolutely. And says how Sue Ellen was drinking and. It was all Sue Ellen, and I was just like, oh, really? Mm -hmm. You are just, you've learned a couple things in that little Harris household. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You never take responsibility for anything. It's never her fault. No, never, Mm -hmm. never. 
And then I find it funny, Elena lies to Chris. Chris lies to her about Ellis. Yes. Which, I mean, once again, full circle. Mm -hmm. And and this will go into predictions when we talk about predictions. Actually, I'll just say it now. How can you have a truthful relationship with both people are lying? You can't. Yes, so I, I'm interested to see where the what's going to happen in the finale, but we'll talk about that. Later. Yeah, and I love um, Sue Ellen tells Bobby about Ken's disappearance. Mm-hmm. That um, Ken Richards is gone; they can't find him. The one person that could help them is gone. But let's give a call to old trusty Bum. <laughs> let's see I if he love can find him. <laughs> let's see if he can find him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that relationship, and I'm glad that the, his character's kind of stuck around because it still gives you that kind of like Jr. feel because he's kind of you know doing the dirty work, and then we find out that Bobby's had him tailing Cliff for a while. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, which and, is you know pretty interesting because he's kind of taking on that responsibility of having to think in different ways and having to kind of think like his brother and what would his brother do, and I think that's a little challenging for him and a little uncomfortable. Well, yeah, and that's what happened in uh, Love and Family. He says mm-hmm. that. It, he finds he has to think outside the box, as you mm-hmm. just said, and it's uncomfortable for him, and he said that's why Jr. planned it all out, because he wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah, he had to Because he doesn't of have that wherewithal mm-hmm. to do that. And also, how about when Cliff shows up at Pamela's after John Ross has told her what had happened? Yes, then he, oh, and this was, it was so horrible for me to watch that. He shows up finally with flowers, mm-hmm. you know, tr- trying to ask for forgiveness and all of this stuff, saying that, you know, they're, they're finally going to win and they're going to take over, they're going to get what they want. And, you know, at the end of that particular scene, she's kind of okay with it. She believes him. She's kind of, you know, going with it. She has a little smirk on her face when, yes. he, you know, he tells her she's going to get her revenge. And, you know, that, that kind of goes away. And then, you know, John Ross is obviously not going to leave this alone. And I love that he calls her and he just says, let's think about this. Basically, he doesn't say this quote, but he just basically says, okay, let's think about this logically. Why would he want to buy a company that's no good? Why would he want to buy, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, The technology that doesn't work. Technology that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. A $200 million loan. And a billion Billion dollar dollar fine. Yes. On top of it. Why would any... I don't know any businessman worth his grain of salt with half a, using half a brain would want that. Exactly. Because they find out, too, and let me back up a little bit, because, mm-hmm. you know, and all of you guys have probably obviously watched the episode, but they yeah. find out that Cliff Barnes has bought their loan from the bank, yes. and of course he wants to call it in. So the bank won't give him any more time. They have to look out for their best interest. Because they wanted three weeks, and um, the bank decides they do, can't do to it. pull it. And then, you know, Cliff Barnes comes in. He's like, okay, you've got 24 hours to come up with $200 million. Good luck. And that's when John Roth calls Pamela and basically tells her he doesn't want to ruin the company. He wants to buy it. So why would he want to buy, um, the, you know, a, a basically a company that's worth nothing? And then she starts to think. Mm -hmm. She really does. Her brain starts going. Because you kind of see the expression on her face, and she's like, wait a minute. And she's still angry. She's still hurt. She doesn't want to believe anything that she's just heard. And when Cliff comes back to see her, 
and just basically starts talking about it and says, you know, then we'll have Christopher's technology, we'll have this, we'll have that. And then he just tells her, you know, well, those babies would have kept you tied to that Ewing family forever, so it's kind of a blessing in disguise. And the moment he said that to her was the moment she really knew. I think she knew during the conversation, Mm -hmm. but she didn't want to believe it. But the moment he mentioned the babies... Uh, It just gives me chills right now because it just... And she has to stand there with a straight face. And horrible. She goes into the other room and just bawls. And, and yes. And once again, that scene shot unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And just, she was so good she, in that yeah, scene. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you. like, I'm, ugh, It makes me want to cry thinking about it. Like, It's so horrible to find out not only was your father responsible for what happened to your unborn children, but the fact that he doesn't even care. Yes. That he felt no remorse, no nothing. This was the best for all of us. Just deal with it. I mean, who does that? Cliff Barnes. That's horrible. I mean, as I can't. And, and you guys, like you hardcore Dallas fans can tell me, but I cannot remember a time when I think JR was that mean. No. Um, I mean, I know with the whole illegitimate son thing and he was mean to Sue Ellen and all this and that. But as far as I don't know. I, I don't think I don't, he would go in. Honestly, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, and you guys, you know, tell tell us and, you know, remind us. That's why we'd love for you to go to iTunes and YouTube and leave comments and, you know, subscribe to our podcast. It's free because we love to interact and do all of that. And, you know, a lot of times we unfortunately don't get to go back and, you know, research all and rewatch all of those, you know, millions of episodes, I feel like. Yeah. There's so, <laughs> there's so many. I mean, I, this weekend I did watch a lot of clips. I did watch a lot of clips I watched too. Them, yes. which I, and I love watching them because I just, it's, just is such a great show and the comparisons are good and I know that a lot of people get you know a little bit offended when you know AJ says that the the writing back then was a little cheesy and all that and, and yes cheesy is the wrong word, word it's just yes. different because it, it fit the time and during that time having those late night soap operas everything was a little bit more dramatic yes. I would say like each, each thing was acted just a little bit more dramatically than it is now and in just a different way you know, yep. not that it's less. I mean, it's it's about the same or more so now, but it's just I don't know. It's just done a little bit differently. But I can still definitely appreciate the oh. brilliance that it was then, and you know, and I know AJ yeah. does too. And I don't think and he, we. He I mean, we it love it. Way. I mean, honestly, yeah. love it. But watching some of these clips, and not that we're getting off these two episodes, yeah. but bringing it into the old when the thirteen seasons, some of the fights between Jr. and Sue Ellen were I know brilliant. I know. Brilliant. And to watch Miss Ellie mm-hmm. um, with her sons. Because mm-hmm. she really laid the law down. She, she was the only one who really could put JR in his place. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to watch and to see. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really great. I have here. Why do I have? Oh, I know why I put that. <laughs> I have shut up, Elena. Um, <laughs> it's when... Uh, she looks at the text messages to Christopher from Ellis. No, see, I know, but wait, real quick before we get into yes. that, I want to just finish what we were talking yes. about with um, Pamela and uh, John Ross. Sorry yes. for getting off that for a oh, second. Sorry. But um, after she finds out all the stuff with her dad and she goes to see him. Yes. And, you know, it's of course it's raining. He's standing at the window or at the door and he mm-hmm. sees her come. And he, I love that he doesn't just hug her. He physically like picks her up. And I like, carries her inside. Loved it. And just 
just the comfort of that. Yeah, and just takes care of her. And then, mm-hmm. to be honest, I fell in love with John Ross. Oh, yeah. I fell in love with him. Like, each episode, I fall in love with him a little bit more. Absolutely. But this one might have been the one that did me in. <laughs> when he picked her up and took her inside. Because mm-hmm. he just wants to take care of her. Yeah. And then... After, you know, they have, you know, fun time, as I call it, <laughs> she says, I want to hurt him as much as he's hurt me. Mm-hmm. And, and she's basically on their side at this point. Well, oh, let's back up just a little bit, too, because I also liked what Pamela did. She went and she, Bobby tells John Ross about the 33 and a third percent. She goes to Cliff. She's talking to Cliff. They go mm-hmm. out to lunch. Oh yeah, that's after this. That's though. after. That's yeah. after this. Oh, this is after this? Yeah, because when, the, when, the, when she first finds out, oh, okay. she goes and Sorry, so, you guys. know, and so this is, that is after, after this, because in the morning, okay. after they have their night together, yeah, right. she starts looking through his files and seeing if she can find anything to help out, and then John Ross takes her to the meeting the next day. Okay. And that's when she figures out about Christopher and his possible shares, and the fact that um, Pamela was never offered any. Yes. She was never offered any shares in the company, any anything to do with being partner in the company. Oh, yes, that's right, because mm-hmm. you you switch into, basically, we go into the next episode. Mm-hmm. We go into yeah, the next... Yeah, it kind of all flowed together, yes. so forgive us if we jump back and, back forth. and forth. It's like one big episode to me. Yes. Here um, we go. Yeah, and then, so, Cliff shows up, at, and John Ross is at the apartment. Yes, he hides. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really cute and funny in mm-hmm. its own little way. Yeah. And he hides. And I like how Pamela yeah. positions Cliff. And he's obviously drunk. He's been drinking all day. Because he's like, let's go to lunch. And she's like, well, I feel you started without me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's go have another drink. And kudos to Pamela for keeping it together. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't know if I realize the truth about my father, if I would be able to keep it together. I mean, I know there's an end game here. Right. But you're also a mother who just lost two children. But she's also a master manipulator. Yes. So she, you know, she definitely knows what she's doing and she knows how to kind of run these cons. Mm -hmm. So I think she kind of has a way of just kind of taking her personal feelings out of it to a certain extent, at least for a little while. Yes. To be able to pull it off. That is true. So... John Ross brings her to the meeting, and Christopher's like, why is she here? Because, <laughs> again, he's bursting out at everybody. Why do I have to tell her about my mother? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, if everybody's in this together, everybody needs to know everything. Right. And then she goes out to lunch with her father, and mm-hmm. that's when he gives her the, those beautiful earrings, his, yeah, her aunt, aunt Catherine's. Mm-hmm. And then she says, well, these are these are beautiful, but what I really want is I want the shares that came with those earrings. Exactly. And he's having a hard time with that for a moment. I think he take what does he tell her? I think you've had a little bit too many cocktails or this morning, too much champagne. <laughs> it's something in that regard. And I was like, Hi, hello, Kettle. This is I pot. Know. We're both black. Hi. Um, <laughs> and he wound, he winds up giving it to her. And that's when Bobby and Jay John Ross talk. Mm-hmm. A Bobby tells John Ross, and the look on John Ross's face is like, oh, she didn't tell you. But what I loved is like the pretty much the next scene, he's with Pamela, John mm-hmm. Ross is with Pamela, and she just comes out and tells Oh, him. yeah, freely. She wasn't keeping it a secret. Mm-mm. She was just with her dad all day, so she didn't have 
you know, an opportunity because she went to go sign the papers and make it legit. She didn't waste any time. No. She's like, you're giving me these shares. Let's go handle this and get the yes. paperwork done. But when he's having that conversation with Bobby and Bobby asks him, you know, can you do this? You know what you have to do. Are you in love with her? I and I really did. I once again love the scenes between Bobby and John Ross in these two episodes because mm-hmm. he is speaking to him like a son. Yeah. And saying, there's things we got to do. We have to get our hands dirty. They're very much family in in these last few episodes. Yes. They really, when they come together, they really have. And I like to see that. I, You know, I like to see it more so than I like to see them at odds. I kind of like them fighting on the same team. Yes. And I mean, uh, you know, who knows how long that'll last. But for right now, I like to see that. And I like that he's, I feel like he's making an extra effort to make John Ross feel like part of the family too. Yes. And really including him and keeping him updated on everything and not making him feel left out because you remember before that was one of John Ross's complaints. Like you yes. guys don't tell me anything. Whatever you're going to vote is going to be the same meaning Bobby and Christopher you're always going to be on the same team and it's always going to be you against me and I feel like it's different right now. Oh yeah I agree 100% mm-hmm. and I really do love this the whole you know a trifecta, I, mm-hmm. as I like, want to call them, yeah. of what's happening between the three of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping no one messes it up, to I be know. honest. But I don't, I think that will go into a new season. Right. I don't think that that will happen this season. But so we go into this, and then that happens. And then we switch over to Emma and Anne, and Emma can't control the horse. Mm-hmm. And that's her horse. Is that her horse, or is that. I can't remember. I, I think it's just one of the horses that was at the ranch, at, the, at at South Fork already. I don't think she brought her horses over, but I, I don't know. I don't remember, honestly. Yeah, and I, I, lo- I like how Anne is now really seeing things for what they are. Mm-hmm. And she even said, I didn't want to see it because I felt like you wouldn't want to be here. You would leave, mm-hmm. basically. And talks to her about her problem. And, of course, she doesn't want to hear it. She's stubborn. She takes off. And then when the whole thing happens with Drew mm-hmm. and, you know, Drew confesses to Elena. Elena runs and goes and tells Bobby. Yes. And, you know, come back and Drew's gone. He's taken his guns, his bike. He's gone. But he left a handwritten confession of everything that he did and the deed to the land that he bought back from Bobby. And gives it all to Elena. Mm-hmm. And... When, all of a sudden, it's all over the news. They use the letter to go and arrest. Um, what was his name? Vickers. Uh, Roy Vickers. Roy Vickers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go and arrest him. Which you know, he was the guy that kind of runs that storage facility, and he's Ryland's you know firsthand man. Well, and that's the other thing. Going back into um, a call to arms, where Roy Vickers, they don't know who Roy Vickers is, so they go into the storage facility because they have the sheriff following the trucks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of their plan to try to take down Rylan, is they, yes. they need to find some some dirt on him. So it kind of goes parallel. So in the meantime, when they're trying to get the shares into Barnes Global to mm-hmm. kind of do it that way, they're also trying to find something to take down Rylan. Because there's he's obviously doing some kind of dirt in Mexico. They just can't pinpoint exactly what. Exactly. They can't, you know, they can't pin anything on him. His trucks are coming back clean. Everything is coming back clean. So there's really nothing that they can do. But that's their first interaction with Roy. And they have pictures. They're going through the files. And so when Elena sees the file. The red file. She puts two and two together. And she recognizes the merchandise from when Drew got arrested. Yes. And then that's when Drew figures out 
when he built the bomb, he didn't know he was building it for Ryland. Right. No, he thought. I think he thought he was building it for Roy, and I. I well, yeah. for Roy's boss, but for, he, didn't he didn't know, know who, who the Roy's boss, boss right. was. He had, yeah, he had no idea who mm-hmm. it was for. He didn't, but he didn't know it was for Ryland. Mm-hmm. And so when Elena confronts him, Drew just tells her everything. Yep, tells her everything, and the look on her face. And you know, I was a little bit. <laughs> Yes, I know he blew up the rig and, you know, people almost died. Pamela lost her babies and it was horrible. horrible. I think he should have never done it. He should have just went mm-hmm. to them up front and talked about it. But what's done is done. I was a little disappointed with Elena and her reaction. Especially when he told her they said that they were going to kill you and she automatically dismisses that. Just automatically, like, whatever, you're a liar. I think that's, I mean, I that, that just plays into her relationship with him yeah, and how and she, she doesn't believe, believe anything yeah. he says. But it's just, you know, because we know that that's why he did it. So, you know, we have a little bit more information than she does, but it's just, it, I was just a little disappointed. By and that. then she's like, you will turn yourself in. And of course, Miss High and Mighty, yes. Because she's so great. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves. Now, wait, after you tell someone. <laughs> They they should turn themselves in. Do you think you should leave them alone? Probably not. Knowing that this guy keeps guns in the house because she knew where the guns were. Yeah, it's the first thing she, she knows. Yeah, looks for when she they're knew trying to find that him. he was in the military. Mm-hmm. She knew what he did had what his expertise was. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have left that guy alone. I would have either taken him with me or done something. I would have taken him in to go explain it himself to Bobby. Yes, exactly. So. The three of them, or does John Ross? I know it's Christopher, Bobby, and Elena. Is John Ross with them? No, at this time? no, 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 no. He's, he's with not. Pamela. Mm-hmm. He's with Pamela. They go and find him, and he's gone, gun gone, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And now they can't find him. No, and of course these charges against Roy aren't going to stick because he's not there. Yeah, and he's you know sus- now now he's a fugitive on the run, so his word really isn't worth anything. So the charges get dropped, and he. Get Roy gets let go and all of a sudden he's off the grid and I think that was Drew's plan all along because he knew that once he goes into hiding that nobody's going to find him so he's going to have to, he feels anyway, that he's going to have to be the one to yes. find him to get justice for this whole situation what, that he's been feeling guilty about anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so finally Drew calls Elena. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now you have the mother involved mm-hmm. in everything and calls and she's like well we'll take care of this and he wants money so he can go on his manhunt to search for Roy and Elena gives it to him and gives him a new phone and you know we'll call you don't call us that sort of thing and she tells Christopher that she's gone to church and that she was calling the Dallas police so did she did she save the number in her phone as Dallas police I don't know or did she actually call the Dallas police uh, I was a little bit confused. Uh, no, on that. I think she just lied to him. But I you think, remember when he looks at her phone and it says Dallas oh, Police? Oh, maybe she probably saved it as I Dallas if she, Police. If she she saved probably it like did. That. Once again, she's lying in this particular relationship that's not now is honestly like a cesspool of lies. Oh yeah, it, I mean on both sides. And but you know, Christopher had a point. You know, he didn't tell her about looking for his mother because she didn't approve of the kind of game that he was having to play, and he didn't want to hear it. So he, it's not that he was keeping, he was just kind of just 
keeping her in the dark, not really lying. He just it was omission. It, it yeah. was omission more so. I mean, than that anything. brings up the you know the age old question: is is you know is it really lying if you're just not telling somebody something? Well, that's I agree with you on that. I don't know. I mean, because she didn't want to hear line, right? about it. Yeah, she didn't want to hear about it, and he, it's his mother. Yeah. And he wants to find And I mean, and I understand her point. You know, she thinks that he needs to really think about that and just to declare her dead so quickly doesn't really make sense and, you know, whatever. But he, you know, he feels like she's been out of my life for so long. She's been pretty much dead to me my whole life. So it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, it's not really going to be that big of a deal. But then come to find out, um, Ellis. You know, when when he gets those text messages, Ellis informs him that there's been another bank account opened up in Zurich that's had some activity. And they think, you know, of someone using a different name, but they've matched up the signatures and they think that it's his mother. And then come to find out there's a picture that the bank took, which... I, you know, and I saw a lot of tweets about the, you know, this picture and yes. people saying that's not Victoria Principal because you know AJ's always on his Victoria Principal yes. kick. So you're and with us in spirit, AJ. I know. I didn't think it looked anything like her either in that photo. I didn't. I didn't either. But really, so all it's you only saw really was her chin. chin. And I like how Bobby explained it. So I have. There's a little part of me thinking that. It could happen. It could happen. But also, unfortunately, AJ's dreams might be shattered. They might, yeah. Because even Bobby said, well, I don't really know what she looks like. She had so many bandages on after that. So that that kind of leaves it it open for them to have a completely different, you know, a different actress. But I don't know how the fans would take that, to be honest with you. That's a good question Mm -hmm. leading into next week. If y'all want to tweet us and let us know how you feel if... Pamela, the original Pamela does come back, and but it's, it's not, not Victoria. Victoria Principal. How would how would you all feel? Because that's was that is something I that's a that's a poll for next week. I know. I, mean, I, I would don't like know, to know how that. I would feel about that either. I mean, they could go in the whole direction that she had reconstructive surgery, all that stuff, and now she looks like a different person. Blah blah blah. I mean, that definitely from the comments from this episode leaves it open for that. Yes. So we'll see. I don't know. AJ's been harping on it for so long. I swear he's going to will it to happen. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see. but do you like? Oh, what about and I'm gonna bring this up Anne's face uh-huh. when they talk about I know she gets so uncomfortable she is not happy she's about this she's a little this. jealous I think yeah. about it well and that too could open up a whole new kind of direction of stories yes to keep Anne involved I mean and this whole thing with Emma is just crazy in itself when she figures out what's going on with Drew and then she runs over to her dad and realizes that he was kind of making him be the fall guy and then he turns it around. Oh, how gross was that? I know. And how manipulative to say, well, it was all your fault because you left me, which created chaos because I couldn't take care of you. I couldn't protect you. So all of this was the domino effect. You did that. So all of this happened. Which is a big lie. It's horrible. He would have done it anyway. Right. He, he used her in the first anyway. place. Exactly. And I love how... He said, well, have you been taking your medicine? And she's like, no, because I don't need it anymore. Oh, she said, I don't have any. I don't have, that's what she says. I don't have any. And he goes, well, I'll go upstairs and get you some. No, he tells her, go upstairs and get you some. Oh, I thought he said he was going to go upstairs. Yeah, so apparently they've got, you know, stockpile of this stuff. So at the Harris household is a pharmacy as well as (laughs) They like to keep you sedated at all times. (laughs) So you cannot run. Exactly. And just, and he tells her, well, you're going to go home now. Pack your things up and come here. Come yeah. back here. And she says, okay. Yeah. 
And then when Which she's leads. on her way home, she's high. She got the pills. So then she's high and she flips her car. Yes. And I love the way Anne handled this situation. Mm-hmm. She is a little brat. She lashes out. I mean, granted, she's not wrong, the things that she says. No. And I think she's hurting and she's dealing with a lot of things and she doesn't know how to. All she knows how to do is kind of hide them, hence the drugs. Yes. So she's, you know, she's dealing with all of this emotional stress that she really doesn't know how to handle. No, She's had every kind of moment of her life mapped out. So she's wiling out. I mean, kind of what do you expect, really? And the things that she says, says to Anne are absolutely true. And I like the way that Anne handled it. And she tells her, you know, you're right. And I didn't want to see it before because I was afraid of losing you. But now I'm going to help you the way nobody was there to help me. And you get to spend the night in jail. And she is like, what? Even Bobby. Like, he does Anne. look Because he, didn't he even say, oh, we'll go. Yeah, we'll, we'll go bail her out. And she'll be out. home tonight. And she's and like, nope. 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 She's spending in jail and she'll spend the day in jail. And, and she says, make sure they don't let her call her father. Which I thought was smart because mm-hmm. my first instinct after what she said, my uh-huh. first was like, she's just going to call her father and exactly. she'll be out. So why are you even going to? And then she was like, you make sure that she cannot make sure Derek, the sheriff, doesn't mm-hmm. let her get to her father. Yep. So I'm interested to because, boy, did she lash out on, did Emma lash out on Anne? She did. And she is so furious that she has to spend time in jail. Well, you know. She says you're going to stay there till you go to rehab. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you accept, you know, do you decide to go to rehab? Well, I mean, hey. And if she tells her, you know, why are you doing this to me? Because I'm your mother. Isn't that like the worst? Don't you hate that when your mother says that? Once your mom. Because I said so and because I'm your mother. Worst (sighs) phrases ever. Because you can (laughs) never win that fight. No. That is a fight. Like, that's the kibosh. Yeah. She throws the kibosh down and like you can't fight no more. Because I'm your mother. It's going to matter. Because I'm your mother. It doesn't and matter it. how horrible I am, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that, and I'm curious to see how long she's actually going to stay in jail, if for any time at all, or if maybe Rylan has a kind of like an inside guy that's going to let him know, and he's going to come get her out. I mean, who knows? But I, I am interested to see how, because what I'm also worried about is she's been in that house listening to them all talk. Oh, true. And yeah. she knows certain but things. But she's been like bailing out and taking off during the night. She's not really at dinners and as, all of that. And Anne no. doesn't really know too much about what's going on either. Yeah, so as I her wonder, and Sue Ellen had spoke about. Like, yeah, I wonder how much she's really picked up. But then again, she, you know, you never know. That's true. Because remember when she's also talking to her dad and you know, she realizes that Drew really did care about her. Because she says... and she Yeah, she kind of has that epiphany for right there for a second. Mm-hmm. And just feels like an idiot. And really, you know, she's really starting to really see what her dad is all about. And I think she's having a kind of a similar reaction to what Pamela is having. I mean, obviously not to the extreme that Pamela's going through it. But to see this person that you've had this one image of for your whole life just really come... You know, it's been kind of blurry and now it's yes. all coming into focus. It's got to be tough to take just by itself, let alone with everything else she's gone through. Yeah. And then <laughs> so much starts to happen in the last five minutes of yes. Love and Family. I, once again, this show, I, it's always so amazing. I know. So much starts to happen. So they find out about Pamela Barnes mm-hmm. Ewing. Because, and I, the, I'm going to call Pamela the new one, Christopher's mom. Um, They find out about Pam. And so Christopher's like, do what you got to do. I'm coming. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be go- there in the morning. I'll, I'll be there in the morning. Elena walks in, and she's like, well, I'm going to go with you. Mm-hmm. And I actually have written down, really, Elena? <laughs> <laughs> and what makes me upset about that is, like, your brother is on the run. I think that's why. She's yeah, afraid she she's going to deal. She doesn't want to oh, get caught up and have to that's, lie. That's a good one. That's or she's what I afraid thought. that she's going to open up her big tr- yeah. mouth and say something that could trip up the whole thing. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, that's why she wanted to go. Because when she's okay. hugging him and saying she has to get away from Dallas with all this going it's, on. Like we need to get away. And I'm like, this isn't a trip. It's like, you're not going to the Bahamas. No, but there's like a look on her face. That that's what that was what I thought. That yeah. she just, she doesn't trust herself in this situation, keeping it a secret. Okay. That that makes a lot more sense. And Christopher being out of the situation. Uh-huh. Kind of calm him down a little, maybe. Okay. All right. That makes yeah. sense. All right. So it's really not that really Elena because I, I kept thinking your family is in trouble your family is in shambles yeah. and you're gonna go off but then that gets him out for because he's you know he's got the Hawkeye on her you know he's going through her phone because yeah. John Ross kind of plants it in his mind does she know where Drew is and would she tell you exactly and I have to believe I'm sorry but Drew is the reason Besides Cliff Barnes, but he's the reason why his children are not going to be born. Yep. So and he's, yeah. How, how, are you, how is that going to stand? Right. I mean, and he knows this now. And he, you know, he even says, you know, some souls are just lost and Drew's one of them when she talks about going to church. Oh, so yeah. I don't think he's ready to get, you know, do any kind of forgiveness or understanding or anything right now. And I don't blame him. No, absolutely not. Just wait until Pam- Pamela finds out yeah. the whole thing because that's going to be a lot. So we close out with Bobby and Sue Ellen, mm-hmm. which I thought was well it was such a good dynamic to see yes. the two of them and just having that conversation, which we kind of touched on earlier, just about Bobby having yes. such a hard time having to fill Jr's shoes and do all of the things that you know he's been having to do to kind of keep this plan going and to really find out you know put all these pieces in to save his family to save their livelihood. Yes, and. You know, they kind of talk this out and he's, you know, quoting Jr. And it it was just such a nice little bonding moment. And he says, you know, let him, you know, like Jr. would say, you know, let them. Do you have the quote? Yeah, he says, let Cliff Barnes be the architect of his own disaster. That's Mm -hmm. it. Let Cliff Barnes be the architect of his own disaster. That's what it is. And, Mm -hmm. And he's right. Yep. He anybody who is in someone of Cliff Barnes' stature. And even Jr. you know, had fallen victim to this. And he did... Get too cocky. You get too cocky. And you think that no one can do you in. And mm. you think that you're the only one that has something on everybody. You end up doing yourself in. You, exactly. Exactly. And then we end with... Well, and well, even right before that, yeah. I like that he, you know, he says, okay, you know, big, you know... Or was it little brother, big brother? What is? It? I can't remember oh, I, with I the can't two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's the older one? I can't. I think J- Jr's the oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, totally yeah. blanking right now. But I he's think like, so. But I like how they look at the picture and they cheer. You know, he kind of like cheers yes. to him and is like, you know, okay, we're gonna let that happen. So then when it cuts back to. Um, them at the office and Cliff Barnes comes in and he's like I'm mm-hmm. ready to you know give me the keys give me the money or give me the keys and he's like here are the keys don't get too comfortable and he just walks off laughing and it just you know what is in store for Cliff that he has no idea once again what a great scene with mm-hmm. no words whatsoever nope. as Bobby walks away mm-hmm. and 
just a smirk on his face and because you got to cinematography and the editing amazing yeah because you got to and the biggest and, and that was a great scene but the biggest scene for me the back and forth with John Ross and Pamela oh. he goes ah let's not forget about this is no, very important yeah, cuz i wanted to end with this yes. this is what i want to end with he you know he's talking to her she's talking about her shares she's mm-hmm. you know this is what we talked about that she's you know divulging everything to him and then you know all of a sudden John Ross comes back to old John Ross and he's like okay well how am I going to trust you how do I know that you're not going to you know we manipulate we lie this is what we do how do I know you're not going to turn on me you know for yourself not even for someone else yeah just for yourself if you're going to get you know too big and want to go off on your own with this big company and she says I'm not what do I have to do and then he gets you know we see Bobby get a text from John Ross I'll have her shares by the morning and you cut and they are getting married Love I it. thought it was great and to be honest I, I I hope this honestly works my favorite were the I, vows yes do you do you love me or do you just hate your father I do I do <laughs> <laughs> so it could be I do love you but I really do, I do hate I my do father all of the above yes all of the above and I loved it and I really am rooting for the two of them. Mm-hmm. I want to see that work because I think that could be the best relationship because they get each other. They do. And they, she brings out a softness in him. Well, and I think John Ross is smart. And I think that he's going to, I think in this sense, he kind of gets, you know, two birds that, you know, he yeah. kind of gets his way Turbers because he does them. love her. Mm-hmm. And he also understands that it's family and business and he has to look out for his family with his conversation with Bobby. But he gets to have both now. I mean, why would he, t- you know, he could have, you know, had her sign something to, to promise him share or something yes but no he goes straight for marriage which and i mean here's the thing as much as i love these characters i don't think they really know about love right so this makes so much sense to go and do this yeah. and fall in love during the whole process oh, absolutely and i just i loved it i loved how it ended and i did it was too amazing. i cannot wait for the big season finale next week so um real quick because we're, we're almost done here guys but i mean I pretty much said my predictions, but do you have a prediction? Oh, for... yeah. We should, okay. Yes. Let's see. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I pre- I think that Christopher's going to figure out that Elena's been a lying, because I don't think she's a very good liar. Yes. So I think that that is going to kind of cause some friction between the two of them. And I think that, um, I don't think it's going to be Christopher's mom. When he goes to Zurich. I don't think it's going to be her. I mean, as much as I know AJ would love it, and I'm sure everyone would love I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't I'll know. Be, I'll be very, very surprised if they bring that character back. I really will. I mean, I, I love it, but I just, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, and I also think something with Stephen Weber's character as mm-hmm. the governor, something's going to happen there because he's too, his name, you know, he's too big of an actor just get- to have... Just to him, just to be the governor. Because yeah. they can throw anybody in there. Yeah, I mean, he Something's is starting on another there. show soon, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I think he's going to get a little scared and maybe kind of fold before he needs I to think so. and yeah. come and p- partner with yeah, the he's Ewing. not like the other two. No. Not at all. We'll see. So, oh, everyone, no. thank you for listening once again. And I know next week is going to be it for us. Uh, AJ should be here next week. Yes. I know we will be here next week. And yes. Yes. And once again, Thank you, guys. This has been an amazing season. And Kelly, where can we find you at? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly with an IE079. Nice. And you can find me, Dorinda, at Lula Cherry Films on Twitter. 
By the way, thank you guys, and we are out. We'll see you next week. See you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 